0: But let's get into some... I mean, look, there's marriages, there's engagements, there's all this stuff, but we've got origin to talk about here. We've got origin to talk let's about. Let's get stuck it. into it. Now, you're, you, Now, uh, the rumour was that your missus actually wanted to spend a few days down, but you said, no, nah, I've got to chat about origin. That's the rumour. Got to get back to it. <laughs> Priorities. Uh, now, let's... Uh, we've, we'll go We'll go New South Wales first. New South Wales have essentially named the same squad, but a couple of changes. Some huge changes, but first let's go to the centres. Maddie Burden and Stephen Crichton keep their spots there was so much talk Latrell Mitchell comes out I thought it was pure class now you had your trolls and your haters going oh he wasn't going to get picked anyway and like oh what is his selector now I thought this shows you how far uh, how mature Latrell has become he could have easily just kept quiet even if he didn't plan to play but to come out publicly and say I'm not going to be up for selection I need to focus on club land I thought people don't realize how uh how much narrative and, and and talk that shuts down immediately. Like, over the next 48 hours, if he didn't say that, all we would have been talking about is, you know, is he going to play, isn't he going to play? Plus, it also takes massive pressure off Freddie for selection-wise. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, oh, wow, Latrell, he can break games open. I thought it was super mature from Latrell. And also, like, anyone sitting there going, he hasn't earned the right to be considered after one game is insanity. We're talking about Latrell Mitchell here. He is – there's – very few people that have played the game that could come back after one game. And it's guys like G.I., it's guys like Latrell Mitchell, Mal Meninga. He is in the same breath as those blokes. So, first of all, I want to give a... Yeah, I just... And the post he put up after it about, you know, leadership and, and basically saying, you know, he, he'd had his name slandered, but he knows what leadership is now and he embraces it. I just, yeah, massive fan of how it's been handled. And it's helped the the New South Wales Blues camp. Like, he could have easily made it about himself and wanted to be selected... The crazy thing is, is think about it. Think about the world where, where Latrell gets selected. The, the 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 lead up to it, on every day would have been a new article about Latrell. Yep. If he goes out there and New South Wales lose, even if he doesn't even do that much wrong, it's going to be Latrell Mitchell's fault. Even though he had nothing to do with the first two games, I thought, yeah, as I said, I thought it was all class uh, by Latrell. What would you think of it?
2: No, I thought it was great as well. Just to add on to what you said. Just adding to his class. All he did was lift these two guys up as well. Yeah, back to them in a hundred percent. Said to keep keep serving Crichton there, yep. let him build off the back of it. So, man, I, I, I sat there and watched that game on Saturday, and I, at the end of it, I thought, okay, I've probably seen enough to pick him. He, he was didn't, so he didn't, silky. Like, yeah, it wasn't his greatest game, but he, he definitely did enough for me.
0: I thought he was silky as anything. Like, yeah, yeah okay, he didn't run hundred meters, but fuck, he was silky, yeah. man. I, I would have picked him
2: at right center, but yeah, I, I think it says a lot about Latrell for him to come out and say that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What do you think, Timmy?
1: Yeah, I was watching that game on the weekend and for most of, I shouldn't say for most, of it, about the first half I was sitting there thinking, yeah, he looked silky and he'd come back really well going out, playing unreal. But I was thinking, maybe not the metres or, or the time on ball, that sort of stuff throughout the game to justify coming straight back into origin selection. Mm. Then when he ended Reid Marnie's career in the space of one play, I was like, <laughs> all right, we've got to pick this one.
0: Mate, boy. and that's, I, I'm glad he had that moment, just to <sighs> remind people, bro. <laughs> This is who we're talking about. Show me another player doing that and just the, the footwork, the offload back inside, oh, they score yeah. a try. Like there's there's only, I hate to keep bringing it up, but there's only another guy that does that and it's Greg yeah. Inglis. Like, and
2: I, I think as well, he did it at the back end of the game. Yeah, that. And that's wise. when everyone expected yeah. fitness-wise he'd battle. Yeah. If he did it in the first minute, be like, oh, okay, he was fresh. Well, yep. the haters would run with that narrative. Yep. But for him to have impact like that, Parramatta didn't play their greatest game, we'll talk about but they're a quality side. Reed Marty's a fucking quality defender.
0: Oh, well, he's probably, he's one of the better nine defenders in the comp. Yeah. Literally. Well, yeah. That's what he gets yeah. That's what he would get selected for, is his defense.
1: Yeah. And then and then to make that run where like there's a lot of talk about all right, if he does come back in, obviously he's more of a left side player, particularly mm. out centre. Uh could they bring him in and play him on the right where Stephen Crichton's been named and he did that on the right side yeah. where he over him then flicked back inside, so mm. against the norm sort of thing. So I was like, there was never going to be any drama if they did play him on the right side. Mm. And, and I heard in, in <clears throat> modern comps or something over the course of the weekend that Sun saying that had he made himself available for the game, one game back, pretty underdone and whatnot... Obviously, wouldn't have been a selfish play, but to stand down and take himself away from the selection table was such a selfless play. Mm. Uh, and you used the term before, but just a mature thing for Latrell to do. And uh, I said, took pressure off Freddie, took pressure off mm. himself. Great thing to do by the bunnies. Mm. So it's, it was just awesome.
0: Yeah, awesome. and it was class the way he said in his quote, Like, and it wasn't even a prepared thing. It was just after the game. And he said in the quote, good luck to Matty Burden and give Crichton a go. Like, Mm. I love seeing that. Like, he clearly – I just think it's such a mature Latrell from a few years ago. Like, I think he's come so far where he understands that the state needed him to do something pretty selfless in this situation, I think. Like, I think we all agree that New South Wales can win this game without Latrell Mitchell. Mm. Um, And the circus around him getting selected, if it did get selected, would have been crazy. And I I agree with you guys too. If he had got selected – I, I wouldn't have had an issue with it like at all. He's that good and I thought he did enough on the weekend to show. His fitness was sweet. Matter of fact, I actually think he looked fitter in that game than he has probably looked in this whole season maybe playing or at least as fit as he's looked. I know I know, physically he looked the fittest he's looked. Um, so, yeah, massive raptor to the And what's crazy is he still had some people like having a crack at him and it's like what, what can this man do? <laughs> what can this man do where you're not going to like if he puts his name up, He's selfish and he's making it about himself. If he puts his name away and says, "I'm not going to put myself up selection," he's arrogant and he thinks he should be selected.
2: Like he, he, literally, like he commented on my thing the other day, and people got stuck into him. It's like, do you not want a guy to be competitive and want to
0: play rep yeah. football?
2: But what's crazy is that he does the opposite, and it's still a problem.
0: Yeah, like it's a it, problem. Right? And but what's crazy is like. In so, it's What I don't get is in some players, we revere this, like this aggressive, like you look at Michael Jordan. We love Michael Jordan. Like we love the fact that he took a personal. We love that he went out there. Kobe, rest in peace. We love the fact that he was like that. But then we get a guy that is similar, where he is just a competitor. And all of a sudden, it's like, there's an issue. like And again, you don't have to love Luttrell. Everyone has different opinions on certain players, but... I can't see how you can look at that and find a negative.
2: Yeah. Like, like, I just can't. I, I've heard Maddie t- talk about Joey a heap that, like, they'd go into Origin Camps. If there was another halfback there, he wouldn't talk to them. Yeah. He wouldn't <laughs> even fucking
0: look at Joey that. and Freddie wouldn't talk to each other yeah. for their whole careers. And we and we celebrate that. Hey, how good. Fucking oath. They fucking care about the like, game. There's
2: yarns about, like, every, every time Maddie ever said anything about, like,
0: um, Brett
2: Camorley, Joey wouldn't even respond. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's bizarre. And like, like, we love that. And, look, if you wanted to say, if you want to say, look, he's he's a bit over-the-top aggressive in games and that's why I'm not the biggest fan of him, okay, fair enough. That's you. That's the way you like rugby league played. I can get that. But I just don't know what he's done outside of be super aggressive. Anyway, um, so I thought that plenty of class by uh, by Latrell Mitchell. And I think those young Burton and Crichton who would have looked up to Latrell. Imagine seeing Latrell say that about you before. Imagine the confidence that Even you would get. Even more
1: interesting about the post or the, sorry, the comment about uh, saying stick with Stephen Crichton Him and Jackie White are thick, of th- thick as thieves yeah. Really, really good mate. So to come out and publicly say Stick with Burton and Crichton mm. um, That's a big backing from Who He's not the coach, he's not the manager he's, yeah. he's not been there for 15 years But he does have a lot of Not influence on the team selection But he's been a big part of that blue squad for a long time mm. um, So to see that must fill Crichton with such, such confidence Despite not being a massive age gap is there, but
0: yeah. um, he'll take a lot out of that Oh, absolutely, absolutely What do you think about it, mate?
3: Yeah, uh, I thought he was incredible, like, I, like footy-wise. I mean, he's been out for 12 weeks, and as a South fan, um, you know, just to see him, the whole game. Like, he ran for one hundred forty forty five metres, set up the try, two line break assists, four tackle breaks. Like, his stats were good. Um, Mate, the stats must have been broken, because when I was looking at him
2: yeah, in the game...
0: he ran for, like, 150. Or something. 150 when meters, I was looking yeah. at the game, he said 30 metres at the end, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, that, yeah, it must have so been... So this is his stats. This is his first game back in um however weeks. long 12 10 11 weeks 145 meters four tackle breaks two line break assists and two offloads and and also if you actually watch that game he was involved in more line break assists than that it just he wouldn't get the thing sorry mate I keep going
3: yeah and ju- just to see that um when he set up cookies try as a south fan i was like oh my god like finally after such a roller coaster three months where south have been good and average blah blah, blah. and then straight away like you know, Origin Fever come over me. I'm like, holy shit, like, fuck yes, Latrell's gonna be the center for Origin. Um, I even commented on your thing, like Latrell for New South Wales. Then he did the, um, the comment and I initially was shocked and a little bit, oh fuck, like I, I want Latrell in here. But then as the Origin Fever kind of left my body and I started thinking about South again and the, the tough year we've had and what South have done for Latrell this year, sending him over to America. I thought it was literally like one of the most selfless things he could have done, Mm. and like it just makes me so proud as a Rabbitohs fan to hear Latrell say that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because at the end of the day, who you know, and Smithy brought this up last week, he's like, who pays his bills? I know he gets the match payments for New South uh, Wales, but at the end of the day, Rabbitohs—they need Latrell right now. They need him.
1: If the bunnies are top four, do we think he says yes to the Blues?
0: You know what i don't know i don't think so i think he he would be like premiership. let's win a, a comp. especially as well like you,
3: you think about last year he missed the end of the year with the joe manu thing the year before he was injured so he's actually never finished a season at south so that's mm. probably on his mind as well
2: for sure when do you think he made this decision because 10 days ago he wanted to play there's no doubting that whatsoever he wanted to play do you think he's made this game like is he is he playing that game against Parramatta and just as much as he played well do you think he thought within himself maybe i'm not quite ready for that just yet no i think
0: it would have been prior to game yeah i think he would have it would have like probably as his return came closer and closer and the pressure builds and you realize like i'm the guy that needs to get us out of trouble i think it would have like really dawned on him on how important he is to the club i also think the rabbitos and again i've got no evidence for this i think they probably would have sat him down and be like mate like yeah if we can't, we need you. We need you right now. Like the club is on its knees. And, and you know, I know, say what you will about Latrell, but he's currently on massive unders at the Rabbitohs. And he he got offered, I know for a fact, he was offered a way bigger contract by a couple of clubs and he declined it because he wanted to play with Cody Walker and he wanted to be coached by Wayne Bennett. You know, and, and we often praise like people taking pay cuts is like unheard of these days. Latrell Mitchell, he's on a massive pay cut right now. So he does care about the club. Like he truly does care. Anyway, so great stuff by Child, but let's get to Stephen Crichton, Burton. Do we agree with Whiten not being selected, and do we agree that Crichton keeps his spot? I
2: don't know what the answer is. It's tough. I mean, Jack was our best player in game one. Easy. By, by far and away. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even close. Um, so it's tough. I, I I think Burton definitely should be there. I think that left foot kicking game, yep. it just has to be there on the left, out on the right. <clears throat> I don't know, it's tough I can, I can understand if you went either way Jack's obviously got the runs on the board from game one Crichton hasn't had the greatest series But as we said before game one Every big game before that He mm. stood up and he has delivered yep. Every single time So I think I probably would have gone with Stephen Crichton To keep it the same But I think And I'm going to fall on my sword here with you two I think I would have found a spot for Whiten somewhere
0: <laughs> Let's <laughs> move <you>? on anyway <laughs> uh, Look, we're wrong so much on this podcast And I think it do you reckon it's like once a week that we have to say we were wrong? I th- honestly at think at least it, and how it should uh, be. A, yeah, and how it absolutely it makes should footy be. so good. Absolutely. Um, what do you reckon, uh, Timmy?
1: Yeah, I'd I'd have gone with Jack Whiten. Surprise, okay. surprise. Um, mm. And look, while while the people got to sit and think, I know Cam fan bias there. I think Jack's a fantastic player, but at times I think he gets higher accolades than he probably deserves at times in wraps. Um, I just think he was so good in game one he's been there and done it for the blues for a number of years now he's been a part of a lot of successful series and just look and he wasn't very good against the dragons i was going to say do you think he's game yeah, on the weekend no, no, hurt it him? Wasn't. six errors yeah he was, he was ordinary but i mean the conditions were so hard yeah, but yeah. um i just think crichton was poor in game one off the bench i don't think crichton was very good in game two um he'll be a blue center for a long time and his time it's already come but i just think we could have gone jackie again at center and obviously the issue is all right jack's more of a left side dominant player always has been at the raiders ever since the question marks have come up about can he play right side, i've spoken to a few people down at raiders hq just asking the same question what do you reckon can can jack play right side and they said everyone i spoke to said yep um obviously preferred on the left but mm. he's a good enough footballer he's not fully relying on that right hand fan right foot step that he could slot in and play on the right side of the field so uh, after hearing that I thought that I would have gone with Jack mm.
0: White. yeah so initially I probably would have gone with Jackie Whiten but the more I sat down and thought about it the more I thought look it's game three and you want as much combinations as possible you mm. want everyone in there as right as position as I can I know Burton's out of position but he did play a whole year there he is Dally M centre there and I was just thinking Stephen Crichton yeah, okay, his first game was a bit tough. I, I don't really blame that on Crichton. I actually blame that more on, you know, the, the use of Crichton. Game two, I didn't think he was that bad, game two. Like, I think he had one miss that could have that hurt a little bit. But outside of that, I thought he was pretty solid. And I just think going into game three with so much on the line, you've got enough strike power. That's clearly not the issue. You've got enough uh, good ball playing through the middle. Why not keep a specialist centre that knows how to defend outside of um, Cleary and Luai? And on top of all of that, we have to remember, like, maybe there's something about the Panthers and Suncorp. They went up there and won that grand final against Rabbitohs. And I wonder whether Freddie sat back and gone and looked at that and looked at Crichton's big play at Suncorp he he clearly doesn't wither in suncorp he's been there before he's felt the huge pressure now i know origin is a a much different beast but i just wonder whether freddie has sat back and gone look i just want as many combinations that are played together Mm. as possible because i we can't risk like just the small what if like what if whiten doesn't gel outside is it law on that on that edge there the defending clearly. like what if white just doesn't gel like what if whereas we know Mm. Crichton can win premierships defending Near, yeah. you know on the yeah. edge.
2: Well you are taking the entire Penrith <coughs> right edge. It's clearly Liam Martin, yep. critter. Hmm.
0: And so, so it's, it's kind of like you know at least defensively again, I know he missed that one tackle, but this is a premiership winning edge. Yeah. And so it's kind of and they did it at Suncorp. And I wonder whether that played a bit of a role in their selection. Um, yeah, and I, I will say, I'm, I'm certainly not upset by Crichton being yeah, there. Yeah. I,
1: I'd have preferred Jacko based on what happened in game one, but for all those mens- reasons you just mentioned, with the combinations, it's fine that Crichton's there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited for it. So we'll, we'll see how it pans
0: and, out. And I, I, another thing, just what you said as well, Guru, is like, fuck, he just, when he's been in a big game, I know game two was a big game, but. I don't know, I'm getting a feeling Crichton's going to do something special. He's going to have one of those plays that only Crichton's physique can let him do.
2: And I look back at game one and I said it then, like, yes, he gave away that penalty on Munster, but someone needed to get up and whack Munster. It's a good point. And I was so glad to see someone come on the field and just go after him.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's And it's, it's a great point. It's a great point. Like, you, need, you did need someone whether it was in within the rules or not within the rules just to fucking give he it to He was taking him. the piss out of us yeah and that's what origins about like you almost you know we, we try to keep it a clean image and you know no grubs or whatever i'm not saying Crichton is a grub but sometimes you need a grub to go and fucking sort a bloke out yeah to just just to get the game back to where you want it to get uh, beat so yeah initially if you had asked me last week i would have said mate whiten was way too good game one bring him in but the more I thought about it, the pressure cooker that is SunCorp, the pressure cooker of Game Three. You want as many combinations on there as possible, you know. Sometimes I feel like if Freddie could, picked the whole Panthers side just because of, mm. not because he's biased, but because you know they can play an extremely high level of footy. And right now, Panthers are, you know, I know they had some calls go their way on the weekend, but they're a step above the comp. Um, so I can understand it. Uh, Matty Burden, look, I'm super excited to see if he if he has another couple of big moments. It'll be Incredible Incredible yeah. What do you Now I know we're getting Way too far ahead of ourselves Let's say Burton and Crichton Go out and kill it And he's win Solidly Matty Burton Let's say he goes out And kills it again He has a couple of, A try A try assist Whatever Latrell Mitchell And Tom Trevojevich Come back in the squad Next year What do you do with Burton Because I feel like Burton If he continues this form Is becoming so important Like it would become So important To that point of difference That would almost be Impossible to leave him Out of the squad Thoughts
2: yeah, I mean, isn't it crazy that it, like if, if Turbo and Latrell were available game one, mm. we would have never mentioned these two names as no. far as origin goes. Yeah. like As crazy as that's it, we're now saying it's good that they're there for game through the decider in Suncorp. Yep. We wouldn't have even spoken about them. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. Do, you,
0: do you put Tommy on the wing?
2: Yeah, I don't know what you'd do. I, I'd probably bring Tom in at centre, I think, probably right centre. Yeah. But then, I don't know what to do with Luttrell. I, don't, I, you, I guess you could play. Him on the wing But Toto Tupu And Fox I don't know if I, could I look, think you're overlook. overthinking it
1: Latrell, Mitchell in for Crichton Tom Traboi on the wing for Tupu and Yeah Your back line of Teddy, Toto, Burton, Latrell Turbo oh. Oh.
0: Yeah Stop that Yeah I It is pretty incredible Dynasty I will say I will say, <laughs> <laughs> I will say um, You know For everything that Burton did Game 1 Tom's done you know, And <laughs> Latrell's sure. done Yeah you over, know? And over and yeah, like over Yeah, over and over again So it's kind of like Oh, it's so tough Tupou and uh, To'o were so good in game They, honestly, they've been arguably the most consistent players for the Blues To'o and, and Tupou for this series
2: Okay, so do so your head out of To'o, Burton, Crichton Tupou. how many of them play game one next year? If everyone's available Is Tall? is he the only safe one? Is he
0: safe? See, it's, for me as a winger Tupou and To'o have been so vital to your go-forward sets yeah. that, unfortunately, I think you just put in Latrell, you put in Tom Trevojevic, and you say, like, sorry, boys, like, you, you you will get your crack, but at the moment we've got two generational talents in your position, and it's just, fuck.
2: Okay. Yeah, right. So then who, who becomes, like... That 14 Joe's is going to be crazy next year. Exactly. If they don't go for a hook It became up. even harder because <laughs> yeah. you've still got... Yeah, he picked Crichton in there round one, <clears throat> uh, in game one. Burton's well and truly capable of playing there. Jack is well and truly capable of playing mm. there. It's going to be very... But uh, that, that's if no, Nico Hines hasn't even got a spot there. He might yeah. be the unluckiest bastard of all time, Nico Hines. Yeah. Pappy, if he's fit next
0: year. I, I personally think that what Freddie would try to do is is like... Whoever is he is, he's, eight, he's nine... Get like seventy minutes out of him, or, or sixty minutes out of him, and bring Burton on at fourteen. That's that's what I think happened next year. I oh, just, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Just just squeeze as much you can out of him, and you just bring Burton on to fucking bomb the ball. You know, ten minutes before and after half time or something, and and that's how you get. I mean,
2: if we get through game three and the Blues have won, and and the nines have been the difference
0: though, all of a sudden yeah. like. I just I just think Burton. Fuck, he's just got so much upside. Yeah. Like, there's such a long future ahead. Like. It's tough. I, again, I, I'm not locked into that decision, but I, if there was a way to squeeze him in, it probably would be the 14. The right? other thing that
2: makes it hard is because you've got the best 13 in the game. You can't just shortball someone into the 13. No, no, later. you like can't. You've got, you a
0: can't. A you got Cam Murray Martin that can play 80 easy. Um, the good thing is, is that you know. The, the blues depth is insane. It yeah, is so deep. a
1: young fella come to the grades, s- Suali, is it? Is that <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit.
0: Didn't even think about Suali. Imagine a backline with Suali, To'o, Chavoy, <laughs> Latrell. Holy Fuck. Wow. I mean, imagine wingers with Suwali and Tupo. Like, again, that the. Oh, man.
1: Someone needs the Simpsons meme, Kempi, right there of like, you can see the moment in his heart, bro. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mate. Oh, shit. Yeah, Suwali as well. How do you get Suwali into that squad? This honestly might be the most depth you guys have had in recent memory.
2: Well, like, like I, I think there's a really good chance that Pappy wins a Daly M this year. He, I, I, yeah. When, when is Pappy going to play Origin? Good point. It's Is really Pappy going to play? Like you would have to think at some point he does, but I mean, if something happens to Teddy, surely we move Tom there. And then you've got all these 14s to pick from. It's, it's
0: brutal. Yeah.
2: You got guys like <coughs> Campbell Grahams, Zach Lomax, who are <coughs> supremely talented. They're not even going to be in, they're not going to mm. get a look in.
0: Yeah. It's uh look, the depth that New South Wales and, and I've given credit to him so many times, but I'll give it to him again. Like Freddie's been a reason for this depth. He started this program 10 years ago or so five, well, I don't know, six or ten years ago? That's that 2013, yeah. Say ten years ago. Yeah, yeah ten, ten, ten years, years ago, ago yeah. roughly ten. And it all and it's paying massive dividends, massive dividends. So, to think of a squad that's not going to have these, you know, could have a different three or four people in the back line next year. Um, so, look, great things. And whether they had Crichton or Whiten, I don't think you could go wrong either way, to be honest. I, I really don't. I, I I would tip towards Crichton just thinking about it more, but, but – Whiten, I, th- I think he do a job as well. Um, now on to the other bombshell, in my opinion, Jordan McLean coming into start mm. for Payne Haas. RCG doesn't get the call back. Do you think that this was because the Eels lost on the weekend, or?
2: I mean, he's obviously liked Jordan <coughs> McLean. He brought him in uh, before game two. I think Jordan McLean's been doing a good job, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he would have Especially for the guy he's replacing, Payne Haas. Like, we just lose so... And they're they're such different front rowers. Um, Just to make your debut at Suncorp Stadium in a decider.
0: Fuck, it's a lot. It's a big ask in the front row. And, I mean, you could argue, like, McLean and Twojvich are the old-school type front rower, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a very old-school front (coughs) row. That's the...
0: Yeah. And maybe that's what you just need, though, because you've got such a youthful, you know backs or whatever yeah. and, and spine and
2: like, like you can't like the, there's not really someone else in the comp you can pick a like for like for Paint Haas realistically oh,
0: no, no way so um, massive congratulations to Jordan unreal. what an incredible yeah. journey like honestly and I, like I say this because I'm so impressed but like last year you know he was almost lucky to be making that cowboy side like and that was that's not just his fault the whole squad was you know they come 15th you know, in the year before that, they were struggling. Like, for him to be able to, like, pull, it, pull everything together, come back out this year at the age that he's at, he's, what, 30 years old? 30. 30 years old in the front row. It just shows you, like, there's a reason why he was playing for Australia when he was, what, 24, 25 in the front row. Um, and class always rises to the top, and McLean has managed to do that. I, I think that it's an absolutely incredible journey back into origin.
2: And credit to Todd Payton Like him Tom Gilbert We'll talk about him soon mm. Imagine if you would have said At the start of the year That these I mean We've already seen Reuben Connor Fall out of the side Through injury
0: mm. Credit to Todd Payton Fuck he's done Massive. well up there Oh man Honestly Thoughts on the McLean selection
1: Yeah I mean it's I'd call it Relatively like for light For Campbell Gillard They're two big boppers mm. uh, Not a lot of Footwork between them Kemp got a little bit at times. Probably maybe a little bit harsh on him, but, <clears throat> yeah, big inclusion for a big game. I mean, at the same time, they've picked a four-forward bench, so he could play that Papaliti role for for the Blues, where he comes on, plays the first 20 minutes, just goes hammer and tong, all out, everything he's got, then goes to the bench for 60 minutes, particularly with Junior Paulo on the bench there, who will come on, and, like, we saw him play close to 60 straight. Uh, Might have been a bit less, 55 straight in game two. Uh, so maybe that's the plan, Um Yeah, I said I would have gone with Campbell Gillard, but I said good luck to him, congrats on the recall, but probably not which way I would have gone. I don't probably think it's going to make that much of a difference, Mm. but we'll see.
0: Yeah. I will say um, Junior Polo, this new style of Junior Polo just fucking go straight, run hard, mate. He ran for nearly 200 metres on the weekend. I'm liking this aggressive. Like, he's always been that, but I think – The Eels have kind of forced him to become a ball player because it works so well for them. But I think Freddie must have sat him down before game two and said, mate, here's a mirror. You see this mirror? (laughs) That's you, bro. That's what you. That's how fucking big you are, bro.
2: But like, there has been a definite
0: change. Hundred percent has weeks, been a change. Yeah. And and again, that's I think that's no knock on Junior. Yeah. I think Junior has been told to play that way at club. Like, mate, we need you to get the line ball play so we get some room on the edges. I think Junior probably loves playing like this. And
2: mate, I, I it looked to me in game one. That's how, how he was told to play. To. Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. Um, and, and I think Freddie almost kind of came out and admitted after game one we didn't he said the game didn't play the way we thought it was going to play and we all thought um Paolo would be selected for like the ability to shift the ball Mm. um so this new version of junior i fucking love it i will say i just looked up
3: the stats jake voivich tackle efficiency is 95.5 uh (laughs) 95.5 percent which you all know is one of the best defenders in the comp mclean's is actually better yeah wow he's missed 12 all
0: year Missed twelve all year. Twelve wow. tackles. <laughs> so he's 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 really looked into that first twenty of defense. Okay, interesting, interesting. Fuck, it, it just shows you like no matter how far like this game goes into like the attacking mind and the sixes again, that age old adage, the age old adage, um, defense it's like wins premierships and he gets selected pretty much yeah. gets the best two front row defender. I mean, I know Jake plays club, but defensively wise he'd probably be the best front row defensive front row in the comp and so yeah maybe that's what they've done they've just looked at the defensive stats and gone fuck we need two monsters out there for the first or not jake because he'll play 70 minutes or so i tell you what jake's ability to play long minutes it it makes it so good for your bench rotation like it just makes it so that you've got this guy out that can play 70 you don't have to waste what two interchanges yep and on top of that, like that that almost can turn into like three or four because you're putting them into different positions that can just go hell for leather and, and be brought off quite quickly. Um yeah, look, Jordan McLean, what are you gonna say
1: something to me? I was gonna say add in obviously not there for this game with injury, but Payne Haas who's gone. Between Payne Haas, uh, Junior Polo, Paolo, I'll get that one day. Um, I think I'm still saying it wrong, yeah. Way. Isaiah, you know, Liam Martin, Cam Murray. They're all blokes that if you asked them to, they could go 80 minutes without making a sub. Like, I know that's been dramatic, but, like, we know that them players in those front rows can go 80 minutes. And as you said, what that does for the bench, it just opens up so many options. Had Freddie wanted to have opted for Jackie (coughs) Whiten on the bench uh, as a utility alongside having Cookie there as well, he could have done it because of the cattle he's got there, Mm. Um, which, going forward for the Blues, it's it's a massive
0: thing. Yeah, and injury too. Like, Mm. it covers you injury-wise massively if you go... You know, let's say two of your forwards get head knocks or whatever, and you go, sorry, mate, you've got to play 80. And when you've got a a starting pack that can nearly do that, um, and Junior Bolo, he he, um, played 60 game two. So his motor is pretty – for a guy that big, it's huge. Um, What about
2: Jake on the weekend when he got (laughs) taken off with four minutes to go and they were up by 20? I know it got closer, but – he was, he was filthy. Smack in the middle of Origin, you give your front row a spell and for he's five blowing minutes. Up.
0: He's spitting chips everywhere. And you know what? He was right, because they went to absolute water without him in the middle. It was so like
2: uh, Bloch's hey. trying to high-five him and pat him on the back, and he's just having a tantrum because yeah. he, he's a competitor. He yeah. wants to be out there. And
0: that's that's the intangible. You yeah. can't measure that mm. shit, but you can feel it when you're with him and around him in the forward pack. When you're in the forward pack, your ass is hanging out and you look across from you and you see Jakey still ripping and tearing. You almost can't afford to let it go because you don't want to let him down. Um, I, I think it was Dylan Walker on the bench that sort of started a half conversation,
2: and then just went, "Oh fuck, yeah, no. whatever."
0: Well, <laughs> well, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, do with this. I'll just chill no, out. No, I'm no, just yeah. going to chill out. Um, yeah. So look, massive congratulations to McLean, and I think you know, Maddie, that's a great pickup there. That it, it does seem that the front rower has front row has just been selected purely, not purely on defence. Like they both can ball run quite well, uh, but a, a huge reason is that defensive side of things. Um, do you, could you actually get up RCG's um, defensive uh, percentage because that'll be interesting to see if it's if it's quite low. 93 93 and what is McLean 90 almost 97 fuck so he's like he McLean is all, almost one of the best front rowing defensive front rows in the comp yeah wow um now Appy Coruscant keeps his nine spot look I think he would have been crazy to change this even though in game two I don't really feel like it had that much impact I was in it didn't have noticeable impact now it may mm-hmm. have had impact that It showed itself in other ways, like, you know, he's obviously fucking teared us up. That's the impact. Um, But, like, noticeable impact of, like, Appy coming on and, like, tearing a team apart, I don't think it did. But why upset the balance? Clearly it balanced everything out for Nathan Cleary.
2: Yeah, I think it was pretty clear in game too. Like, that wasn't a game for the nines, Mm. realistically. Uh, I I, I personally think if they would have played Appy for 80 or Cook for 80, I'm not sure if much would have changed, to be honest (laughs) with you. But that's just – sometimes games are like that, but –
0: you don't try and fix what's not broken. Exactly, like why yeah. risk it? You yeah. know, if you said, oh, you know what, let's pull, f- let's put Cook back on for 80 and then it comes out and it just, you know, unbalances itself.
2: I, I thought there was a chance they would, though, just mm. trying to get Jack into the team. Yeah. That was my worry. Uh, but I-, I like the decision that he's made.
0: Um, yeah, I-, I do as well. Same, me. Yeah, same, yeah, so. keep it same. Okay, uh, Jack DeVoy's 10, Cam Murray uh, 11, Liam Martin 12 isaiah yo i wonder whether like the way freddie is trying to balance his pack is like look two big less mobile blokes in the middle but when you look at that back row of murray martin yo that's super lateral like that they can they're almost the best lateral defenders in the comp mm. um because they're not real. like isaiah yo's a, a big tall body but he's not a fucking unit and we know ken murray and martin they're not big bodies at all they're just super mobile now Angus Crichton on the bench, Junior Polo, um, Talakai at 17, Jackie Whiten at 18. Now, I'm just going to throw a Hail Mary out here, boys, and I'm happy to say I'm wrong. I think by the time the game rolls around, and finds his way onto the bench for Talakai. I just – I I will be shocked. Freddie loves Whiten so much. I'll be shocked if he's not in at 17. In saying that, I also – I feel for Talakai because it's kind of like he did nothing wrong. Like, he came on, he did his job. He did nothing wrong to to lose that spot. What do you guys think? Do you think Whiten, f- f- you know, finds his way? Uh,
1: yeah, look, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Mm. And and we said we spoke about it last week um, how much Freddie loves Jackie White, and mm. we know his incredible versatility off the bench and what he can offer to this team. That being said, Talakai uh, what he can do as well, jumping at center, edge, middle, also very versatile and adds a lot to that side. Yeah, come game day wouldn't shock me one But if Jack plays off the bench
2: mm. Good. Yeah, I mean We, we spoke about pre pretty strong. We'll get to Queensland soon But I think whichever you know, I think go with Talakai or Whiten We know where they're going to send both of them mm-hmm. At Queensland's right edge um, <coughs> I think both could be as damaging I, I wouldn't be surprised if Freddie does bring him in Like you're saying We know how much he loves Jack We know mm. that Jack will do a job um, But yeah, as you said Talakai didn't do anything I, I, I thought Talakai was similar to The hookers in game two The role that he was meant to play really wasn't necessary at the end, but I think at Suncorp, it will be. Mm. Yeah,
0: it's... um
3: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And also like in defense of Talakai as well, like the, the work that he did do was quality. Like he's, he handled the contact really well. He found his front. Um, so it's gonna be really, really interesting. Uh, I do, if, if Whiten doesn't get that 17 spot, I am glad. I'm really happy for Talakai because it gives him another chance to show what he can do at Origin level. I always find it, you know, a bit unfair when players get caught into Origin. They get like ten minutes, if that. They get like five minutes, and then they get dropped. And you're like, well, they didn't even get a chance. Like you didn't give them a crack to like do what they, we know they can do. And I think Talakai is in that boat of like, you know, I I personally, if I was selecting the side, I probably would keep Talakai in there. Uh, the only reason why we pushed – well, I pushed so hard for Whiten on that Talakai spot is because of how much Freddie loves Whiten. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, Talakai in – in a huge game three, when you need something special, I think Whiten could offer it. But I also think Talakai could do something special too.
2: Do you, do you think that potentially losing <clears throat> Payne Haas and going to a footballer like Jordan McLean has that – played a role in keeping Talakai there a bit of a bigger body potentially yeah
0: maybe and like can, can McLean play as long minutes like Payne Haas can yeah. like we know Payne can play fucking nearly 70 minutes mm. as well yeah I wonder whether like,
2: like just from looking at that team you'd have to assume that Talakai if he's 17 he's going to have to play a bigger role than what he probably did in game 2 yeah. when Payne Haas isn't there
0: yeah I'd say so I'd say so I mean I'd, I'd even go as far as like does McLean just get the first 20 and then that's it and that's, yeah, what, I, and that's I, I it
1: wouldn't shock me if that's what happened mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: You'd go yep. McLean yep.
2: first 20.
1: Yeah, and then just bring on, yeah, Polo for the rest of that game. Like, maybe not the rest, but you bring him 50 straight. If he's going good enough, you can play him 60 straight. Yep. Um, but bring McLean on for last 10. Yeah, I think Angus Crichton can very easily play middle. We've seen him do it to stat for the Roosters. And just on Talakai, should that – very speculative, as we said, but if Talakai did drop to sort of 18th man and Jack came in, you know, you'd be looking at it not as Talakai getting dropped as such because Jack was unavailable for game two yeah. uh, due to COVID. That's so it's like. Point. You know, you, they're not going, mate. You weren't good enough in game two, or in your opportunity, or you haven't been good for the sharks in the one game since. It's like we've got to play it back because yeah, you're of this it's side. True. So you know, it's it, very it is true. What it is.
0: It's, yeah, and like that's a much, yeah, that's a good point. Like the context of it is much different too. You made the side. It was more there was a player that was dropped due to yeah, being yeah. sick. Yeah, it's a really good point. Really, really interesting. Really I thought
2: interesting. thought it was crazy on the weekend with Talcott. He you know, played in the pissing rain out there. Mm. A low-scoring game. Check the
0: stats at the end. It's massive.
2: 195 metres. Yeah. Unbelievable. He does it every week.
0: Right. He, he, he's honestly, like, he had... That huge game for him, I swear it's hurt It's, it's, hurt it's him. It's hindered him. Yeah. It's hurt him yeah. because people just look for that now. Yeah. Whereas when you look at his, his game since then, he's been a beast in the middle, like an absolute beast. This is where he starts... 19 runs, 186 metres, 78 post contact, four tackle breaks, a line break assist, an offload, 18 tackles, only one miss. Um, I actually thought Talakai and Ramian were outstanding on the weekend. Outstanding. On top of that, Talakai, three one-on-one tackles, no misses um, on the one-on-one tackles. So, you know... Yeah. They
1: were dirty runs as well. Oh, <laughs> like coming out of an absolute—he like had to swim to get to dummy half to get Fucking the ball. He get out and just trucked up off his yep. own line.
0: Or oh. yep. yeah, they were shit runs. Oh, and he had a try assist as well. Far.
2: It's like, like when you think about you know ever since that Manly game, like people want the highlights. Do you remember anyone beating him in that entire time? Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like
2: like the Talakai of the last few years, he'd have these unbelievable games. Then he'd miss a heap of tackles. and yeah. be inconsistent. The only in player
0: battle. I don't think like I don't think he yeah. actually played poorly, but the only player that's probably got it over him was the Stags one, but it wasn't like mass. Like it wasn't as big as people made out. Like it wasn't like Talakai was quiet. I think it was an even matchup. I don't yeah, think it was a. I, I thought I thought Stags won the battle, but it was. Again, it, I don't well, think you it was... You
2: like a knockout. No, no like way, was, yeah. no
0: way, not at all. I, I actually, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. people made a bigger deal out of it than it actually was because when you go back and you look at his stats, he still ran for nearly 200 metres. Uh,
2: and respectfully, Staggs is a centre.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He absolutely. should be getting
2: a bit. Like, uh, Yeah, I think Sip has done <coughs> incredibly well this year.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, like when you look at winning the battle with, with the season, you know, Staggs, he did have a couple of good games, but he's been relatively quiet mm. since probably pre-origin, really. Like have you? Have we had a big game from Stags? He's been quite quiet, whereas Talakai has kicked on, and he's one of their more consistent players. So again, massive congratulations to Talakai. He's earned it. Earned it the hard way too. Now 19, Nico Hines, far out. I tell you what, if it's torrential rain, get him in the starting seven. (laughs) Drop Cleary, (laughs) drop Cleary. Torrential rain, wet hair, Hines. Game three decider. You need a bit of magic. Different base. You fucking wet that hair, and you say, mate. Just, just go for it, and just get that hair streaming. Like on the weekend, he was just flying everywhere, dominating the doggies with that wet hair. Um, yeah, Nico Hines, man, talk about like one of the most form players to not play. Like he's taking the Sharks to their the top four side now. I thought they looked much better on the weekend. Um, and Nico Hines is like, I know he had one or two poor kicks, but outside of that, he was on ev- His hands were on everything, everything. Um, Gutho in 20. I honestly, like, Gutho's there for energy. Like, apparently he is seriously one of the best, like, squad members there, like, when it comes to bringing energy for the boys, lifting them up. Um, so, and it worked last time. We've got Jacob Saifidi. Huge shout-out. Reece Robson. His game has improved dramatically. And another one of Todd Payton's, like, protégés, if you, if you would. Like, Reece Robson went from came from the Dragons and... When he was at the dragons like he was the next best nine in the sense of like i think he played australia schoolboys at nine had huge wraps on him couldn't get a crack of the dragon because i had McInnes. gets signed by the cowboys goes to the cowboys probably doesn't kick on the way we think he would and it's a testament to like how it's not necess- like it is the player's fault but it's not the player's fault and what i mean by that is, is like reese robson is the same person as he was two years ago He's just in a different system. He's in the Todd Payton system, and he's gone from a guy that isn't kicking on to the way we thought he would be to a guy that's now making origin squads, and he's been outstanding. What a catch, son. <laughs> what a catch. That's an omen. That's an omen. Cobo, Cobo's not dropping a ball. Omen. <laughs> um, again, Reece Robertson. I, I think, like for example, last year, I thought his passing was pretty poor. Like, like, A lot of the time, hit the deck, forward passes. Again, that's just an eye test. I've got no stats to back that up. This year, he's been explosive out of dummy half. His passing has improved out of sight. And he's been one of probably the most underappreciated nines in the comp, if I'm being honest. Like, when you can, they're a top four side right now, and you compare him to, like, you know, most people wouldn't even, a lot of people, like, and this is no disrespect to Reese, but, like, a lot of people wouldn't even know who Reese is. Like, the casual fan. Yep. And yet he's fought his way into an Origin squad. And like
2: when he arrived at the Cowboys, like they had a premiership-winning hooker there. Yeah. They also had Ruben Cotter, who at that point was a hooker. He was the Queensland hooker coming through all the juniors and everything. So.
0: And he pushed Cotter out of that spot.
2: Yeah, he's he's turned Cotter into it. He's probably he's probably done Cotter the biggest favour of his yeah. career just yeah. quietly. But yeah, like like Jake Jake Granville, whenever he comes in and plays, he does a good job. He's a premiership winner there. Reece Robinson, he's he's just gone to another level. Yeah, Robinson's another one of
3: those that Freddie's brought through. He played every single age group. Yeah, because yeah. he was like the man coming through. So,
1: yeah, you talk about the, just the impact of, of being in a new system, but if you ever want a mark of how good your forward pack's going, mm. have a look at how the hooker's going. Yeah, that's a good point. Because he's been behind a pretty ordinary Dragons pack in very limited game time there. Uh, last year, the Cowboys were terrible. The forward pack weren't going forward at all. And Robson was very quiet this year. They get their shit together. They're one of the best packs in the competition at the moment. Mm. And Robson just comes from the clouds and he is now in the blue squad. It's like, honestly, a, a hooker and where they end up and what club they're at. And when they're making decisions on contracts and all sorts of things, if they're looking at a good pack that they can run behind, he mm. would make a big difference
0: in your decision. Mate, you know what's crazy? Is when, it's a great point because you look at, like, the Broncos. Billy Walters wasn't even a nine. But because the the pack has improved mm. so much, Billy Walters is playing pretty solid footy at, at nine. Um yeah, so it's a great point. Like the forward pack really does dictate. Because like if your forward pack's not getting forward, like what can you do as a nine? Seriously. No, nothing. Literally nothing. nothing. Um, so massive congratulations to Reese And to all those Cowboys boys, they have just, fuck, they've pulled it together. I mean, so impressive. Toddie Payton, is he a shoo-in for coach of the year? Has to be. Surely. Yeah. Surely. They, like they look every bit, maybe not a th- premiership threat, but I tell you what, the closest thing to it. I just, I want to see them one more game against a big dog. I just want to see one more game against a Storm or Penrith to see, because for example, their game when they played Penrith last time, their completion rate was abysmal. I just want to see them get a, get through a game against a big dog with like 80% completion. And that will tell me whether they're a premiership or not. But right now, like, mate, they're looking so good. So mass congratulations to Reece and, and for just continuing to work at his craft because he's just, you can just leveling up every game. He's just getting better and better and better. Um, and, and like honestly, if he keeps on this trajectory, I, I truly can see him put see him putting pressure on Cook and Abicorosi in the next three to four years. Again, he's still a ways to go, but <clears throat> fuck, uh, he's, he's not as far off as some people think, in my opinion. Um, now, anything else from the side that uh, caught your eye, boys?
2: Nah, no. Just the, the the depth is just great. Like Crazy. Nico Hines, I can't believe how unlucky I know he's going to be. We had like. Once again, we haven't even spoken about Papenhausen.
0: Yeah, Papenhausen. Mate, the depth that New South Wales have is honestly like like in you could honestly field a New South Wales B side and it would be competitive in my opinion. That's how much depth, like think about your B side. Like it, it's a fucking fair side. It's crazy. Yeah. RCG in the front row. Um, you've got, you could have Reece Robson at nine, Hines at seven or Mitchell Moses at seven. Um, at six who would you have at six jackie White, if you want oh well, no well jackie's 18 yeah so jackie White at six that's a fair fucking sight anyway maddie anything that you saw from the blue side that stands out to you
3: oh n- nothing really to add um yeah i'm, I'm kind of happy they they've they've stuck with the flavor of the team to, to get it done so mm. i'm not yeah not not at all I, after latrell withdrew because i all my head was latrell right center pretty much this ho- you know this whole week yeah um yeah since since he did that i was like oh i'm sure i'll just leave it now because joey joey said something about um joey was adamant in some interview that he did on show and i that he whiten won't play right center and that kind of put it in my head that Crichton will keep his spot and and whiten will be at man. me but other than that happy ready to go
0: yeah good stuff good stuff